Allah says, Jannatu Adunin. For them are Jannat, gardens of Adun, of eternity, of perpetual residence. For who? For those who are Sabiqun Bil Khayrat. Yuhallawna fiha. Yuhallawna. They will be adorned. Fiha in it. With what? Min asawir. With bracelets. Plural of the word? Siwar. You remember the word surah? Surah. Surah means a chapter. Alright? And the word siwar from the same root is used for a bracelet. Because a bracelet, like for example, a bracelet that's made of pearls. For instance. It's a string in which there are so many pearls. One after the other, after the other. It's a set of pearls. Right? So this is what a surah is like also. So many ayat, each like a pearl, together. So, يُحَلَّوْنَ fiha min asawir. They will be adorned in Jannah with bracelets. Bracelets of what? Min ذَهَبٍ of gold. وَلُؤْلُؤَ and pearls. وَلِبَاسُهُمْ and their clothing. Fiha in it will be harirun. It will be of silk. This is the reward of who? Of those who are سَابِقٌ بِالْخَيْرَاتِ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ You see, there are levels of Jannah. And whatever level of work a person did in the dunya, accordingly will be his level in Jannah. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said that those who are foremost in good deeds will enter Jannah without being called to account. Meaning without any hisab. And then he said, those who follow a middle course, meaning muqtasid, average. Like for example, they read themselves but they don't pass it on. They're very good in their personal life, but they don't care about others. Right? Or sometimes, once in a while, they do end up committing something wrong. Because they're a human being. And then they allow themselves to fall in situations where they will do something wrong. So such people, Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said, those who follow a middle course will enter paradise by the mercy of Allah only. Meaning by His special favor. And that is after He forgives them. And those who wrong themselves, those who wrong themselves, ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ Then they will only enter paradise by the intercession of the Prophet ﷺ. Because we learn that some people, they will be admitted into hellfire because of the sins that they have committed. And then the Prophet ﷺ will be allowed to intercede. Alright? And because of his intercession, these people will be taken out of hellfire. And then they'll be admitted into Jannah. So, three categories of people, all belonging to the Muslim Ummah. They have the book. Some give the book a lot of importance. Some give average importance. And some, they don't really give it that much importance. The book, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them. Yes, they believe in the book. They believe in Allah. And because of this reason, eventually all will be admitted into Jannah. But depending on how much a person has invested in the book, how much benefit he has extracted from the book, accordingly, a person's level will be in paradise. وَقَالُوا And they will say, Alhamdulillah, All praise is to Allah. When they will be admitted into Jannah, they will say, All praise is to Allah, الَّذِي أَذْهَبَ عَنَّ الْحَزَنِ The one who has removed from us all hazan. What is hazan? Sorrow, grief, pain. In this world, is there hazan? Is there hazan? There is a lot of hazan. It's amazing how one moment you can be happy, 
And then the next moment, you're sad. Why? Because of something you read, right? Or because of something you heard, or because of what you see. You are wearing the most comfortable clothes, you are living in the most comfortable house, you have your family around you, but still your heart is not at peace. You have some hazan, you have some grief. And that grief could also be because of yourself, because of what you did, because of the mistakes that you've made, because of the wrong that you've done. And every one of us does wrong. So in this world there is hazan. And the ultimate hazan is the hazan of the day of judgment. The grief of the day of judgment. And what is that? That a person is deprived of Allah's mercy. So, أَذْهَبَ عَنَّ hazan. They will say, Alhamdulillah, that all our hazan is gone. And this is what will happen when a person will enter Jannah. Grief will be gone. The moment a person steps into Jannah, sets one foot in paradise, then he is parting with grief. This is what Jannah is. There is no grief in Jannah. There is no worry, no regret, no sadness in Jannah. There is only Ridwan. There is only happiness and happiness upon happiness. So much so that the people of Jannah will be asked by Allah, what do you want? And they will say, oh Allah, you've given us more than what we could imagine. What else could we ask for? And Allah will insist that they ask for something. Allah will insist that they ask for something. So, أَذْهَبَ عَنَّ hazan. The one who has removed all grief from us. إِنَّ رَبَّنَا لَغَفُورٌ شَكُورٌ Indeed, our Lord is surely forgiving and appreciative. Because really, if it was not for Allah's forgiveness, no one, no human being is deserving of paradise. Because if we compare the gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us and the actions that we perform, then really we would be guilty. We would hold ourselves guilty. No matter how much good we've done, we've always done more bad. Really, this is how we are. And Allah is forgiving, so it's only because of His forgiveness that we have been admitted into Jannah. And Shakur, He is so appreciative because of which we have received all of these rewards. It's not that we earned them in any way. إِنَّ رَبَّنَا لَغَفُورٌ شَكُورٌ الذي, The one who, the people of Jannah will say that Allah is the one who أَحَلَّنَا Who has settled us. أَحَلَّ أَحَلَّ From the root letters halam lam is to cause someone to descend. Alright? Basically, halla is to untie a knot. Alright? When a person is traveling, they tie up their baggage. And in the old times, and even today actually, you will find that people wrap like a string or a rope or something around their suitcase so that it doesn't open. Right? So when you get to your destination, what do you do? You untie that knot. You open up your baggage. Right? So this is a halla. To cause someone to descend, to land somewhere. Meaning now they have reached their destination. So, الَّذِي أَحَلَّنَا دَارَ muqama. He is the one who has settled us in the home of duration. Muqama from qaf, waw, meem, qiyam, to reside. So, muqama meaning the home, the place of residence. The place of everlasting stay. This world is not the place of everlasting stay, is it? In fact, any place you go to in this world, you know that you're there, you're there only temporarily. The only place of 
ultimate duration, the place of residence that can actually be called home is what? The home of paradise. So Allah has settled us in this place of residence min fadlihi out of His bounty. For He is not obligated at all to admit even a single servant in Jannah. He is not obligated. Because He is ghani and we are faqir. We are fuqara. And a ghani is not obligated to give something to a faqir. I mean it's good, but he's not obligated. So, min fadlihi, out of his bounty, exclusively. And in this home of paradise, la yamassuna, it does not touch us. Fiha in it, meaning in the home of paradise, it doesn't touch us. What doesn't touch us? Nasabun. Any fatigue. Wala yamassuna fiha lughub. Nor does any lughub touch us in Jannah. Two things will not touch the people of paradise, meaning they will not even come near the people of paradise. What are these two things? Firstly, nasab, and secondly, lughub. Nasab is fatigue. Alright? Meaning when a person gets physically tired. Do we get physically tired in this dunya? How? When is it that we get tired? Okay, when we do a lot of work. But sometimes, I mean, that work we're doing for ourselves. Right? Just maintaining ourselves. Or for example, we get tired having fun. Right? Like for example, you go to a party, you eat, and then you're talking, and then you feel like just falling asleep on your friend's couch. You don't even have the strength to get out of their house. You got tired having fun. Right? When you go to uh, Wonderland, right? Do you get tired at the end of the day? Oh yeah, you you almost cannot feel your legs anymore. We get tired having fun. Have you ever gotten tired talking to your friend? Just talking, 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 talking? Of course we do. Do you ever get tired after eating out somewhere? Yes. But in Jannah, there is no nasab. Of course there's no work. But then there will be no fatigue after having fun even. There's no physical exhaustion. And there's no lughub. Lughub is so interesting. Lughub, lam, ghayn, ba. Lughub is basically fatigue of the mind, weariness of the mind, meaning boredom. When you've done something way too many times that you're just bored of it. You've been doing it for too long, too frequently, too often, that it's become boring for you. Right? You know, for example, personally, I enjoy washing dishes. Alright? Because I think it's very therapeutic. Right? Honestly. Okay, don't get me wrong here. As in when I'm washing dishes, it's like, you know, you can just do your dhikr quietly and as long as there's no other work, it's very therapeutic. Alright? Meaning I enjoy that moment. But then what happens is that when you have to wash dishes like five times a day, or you wash dishes and then the next thing you see the sink is full again, or that one day you enjoy washing dishes and the next day again there's a pile of dishes and the following day again there's no getting out of it. What happens? Even though you find it a little or actually very therapeutic, what happens after some time? You get bored of it. Isn't it? You get bored of it. You want a break. You just, you're done. You don't want to do it anymore. And this is human nature. That when we do something, even though it's good for us, even though we may enjoy it at that time, after some time we get bored of it. 
We want a change. We want something more exciting. But in Jannah, there is no lughub. Why? Because there is too much to enjoy. Too much to do. Too many good people to meet. Too many places to explore. Too many good things to experience. So there really is no boredom in Jannah. In dunya what happens? You have these, you know, for example, top five restaurants that you like to eat at. And then what happens after a year or two? You're like, I'm bored. I want to change. I want something different. So let's drive out of town to a different city just so that we can eat out over there. Right? Let's just go out of town to a different city so that we can go to their local park. Right? We want to change. But Jannah, there is absolutely no lughub. Lughub is also, you know when you're just fed up. You're fed up. You want to get over it. You, you want to leave what you're doing and just try something else. Do something else. It's too monotonous. There is nothing like this in Jannah. لا يمسنا فيها نصب ولا يمسنا فيها لغوب. This is the home of paradise. But this is for who? Those who? Where does this begin from? الذين يتلون كتاب الله. Those who read the book of Allah, explore the book of Allah, study, recite, learn, teach, pass it on, act upon it. They are the ones who will be given this honor. Allahumma ja'alna minhum. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا And as for those who disbelieve, لَهُمْ نَارُ جَهَنَّمْ For them is the fire of hell. Such fire that لَا يُقْضَى عَلَيْهِمْ لَا يُقْضَى عَلَيْهِمْ It shall not be decreed upon them. What will not be decreed upon them? Death. Meaning they shall never die. فَيَمُوتُوا So that they could die. لَا يُقْضَى عَلَيْهِمْ قَضَى عَلَى is also to end something, to conclude it, to do away with it. So, لَا يُقْضَى عَلَيْهِمْ They will never be ended, they will never be finished, so that they could die. Meaning there is no death in hellfire. وَلَا يُخَفَّفُ Nor will it be reduced. عَنْهُمْ from them مِنْ عَذَابِهَا From its punishment. They shall never die, and the punishment will never be lightened, it will never be reduced. كَذَلِكَ نَجَزِي Thus do we recompense كُلَّ كَفُورٍ Every ungrateful person. Notice the word kafur over here. Ungrateful. Why ungrateful? Why is it that the people of hell are described as ungrateful? Because what is ingratitude? That first you don't even recognize the gift that has been given. And if you don't recognize it, you don't acknowledge it, you're not even going to use it. And if a person acknowledges it, he sees it. If he doesn't use it, that is also a form of ingratitude. Because what is gratitude? Thank you for this gift. Yes, I will use it. You open it right away. You start using it. But if the Qur'an is with us, yet we don't open it. If the Qur'an is with us, yet we don't recite it. If the Qur'an is with us, yet we don't reflect on it. If the knowledge of the Qur'an is with us, yet we don't act upon it, then what is this except for ingratitude? كَذَلِكَ نَجْزِي كُلَّ كَفُورٍ وَهُمْ and they يَصْطَرِخُونَ فِيهَا They will scream out in it. 
something <laughs> Which good? غَيْرَ الَّذِي كُنَّا نَعْمَلْ Other than what we used to do. Before we wasted our lives. Before we did what we should not have done. Now please give us one chance. Take us out of here so that we can do all those good deeds that we ignored, that we left. But will this chance be given? No. Allah will say, أَوَلَمْ Did and not. نُعَمِّرْكُمْ We give you Age. Did we not give you a life, an age, meaning a long life? Ammar yu'ammiru is to give umur, meaning to give age, to give years to live. Did we not give you a life, ma yatadhakkaru, that he could remember, meaning he could take a lesson, fihi in it, in what? In that life, man tadhakkara, the one who would take a lesson. Meaning, were you not given a life that was long enough in which a person who wants to take a lesson would have taken a lesson? A person who wants to learn would have learned. وَجَاءَكُمْ And on top of that, he came to you. Who came to you? النَّذِيرِ The warner. Prophets were sent. The Qur'an was there. Warning was clear. Yet you did not take advantage. فَذُوقُوا So taste. فَمَا لِلظَّالِمِينَ مِن نَصِيرٍ So for the wrongdoers, there shall be no helper. What is this ayah telling us? That the people in hell, when they will not face any death, when they will not die, and the punishment will not reduce, it will neither lighten nor will it go away despite the passage of time. Because we learn in hadith that at a certain point when every person will be at his destination, then death will be slaughtered. Death will die. There will be no more death. It will be eternity for those in Jannah and eternity for those in hell. So then the people of hell, they will wail and they will beg for one more chance. Saying that we will never make the same mistakes. We will do better this time. And how often is it that in life also we say these kind of things? If I could just have one chance, I would do this and this. I would do it so differently. I would work so much harder. I would do a much better job. If only I could do it all over again. If only I could have another chance. So the people in hell will also beg for this. But the response that will be given to them is what? That you were given a long enough life in which you could have learned a lesson. You didn't have to come to hell to learn. You could have learned in life. But the fact is that you yourself ignored it. You yourself did not pay attention. أَوَلَمْ نُعَمِّرْكُمْ مَا يَتَذَكَّرُ فِيهِ مَنْ تَذَكَّرُ Did you not live for so long in the world that you could learn and understand? The Prophet ﷺ, he said, two men came to me and held me by my arms and took me to a difficult mountain. And this is the angels taking the Prophet ﷺ in order to show him parts of the unseen. 
They took me to a difficult mountain pass and they said, climb. I said, I don't have that much strength to climb. And they said, we will make it easy for you. So I began climbing. When I reached the peak, I heard loud screams and shouts. I asked, what is this? And they said, these are the screams of the people of hell. يَسْطَرِخُونَ فِيهَا The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah has left no excuse for a person who is given a life of 60 years. A person who's given a life of 60 years, he has no excuse. He has no excuse. Meaning in those 60 years, certainly there were moments in which, in which he would think about the purpose of his life. In which he could think about Allah. In which he could reflect on death. In which he could reflect on himself, his behavior, his actions, where he's going. 60 years is long enough to have at least a few chances, a few times in which a person would think about these matters. And if he really tried to seek the truth, he would find it. Now this doesn't mean, this doesn't mean that if a person lives a shorter life, like for example 40 or 30 or 20, then he has an excuse. No. Each person will be accountable. But the one who has lived so long really has no excuse. Because there are plenty of lessons in this life that make us think about the meaning of life, that make us think about Allah, that make us think about God, that make us think about where we came from, where we are going, about death. In Allah, indeed Allah, Alimu Ghaibis Samawati Wal Ard. He is the knower of the unseen, meaning the unseen matters of As Samawati Wal Ard of the heavens and the earth. Innahu Alimun Bidati Sudur, indeed He is knowing of that which is within the chests. Nothing is hidden from Allah. Nothing at all. Anything that is hidden in the sky or the earth, Allah is aware of that. In fact, anything that's hidden within the chest of a person. Even that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of. What's the point of saying this over here? What's the message here? That Allah's decisions are based on His perfect knowledge. So if He decrees for such people to be punished in this manner, then He knows that they are worthy of it. And if on the other hand, He rewards some other people, then He knows he knows what he should give them. Innahu alimum sudur. He is knowing of that which is even within the chests, meaning which the hearts conceal. Let's listen to the recitation. Jannatu adni yadkhulunaha yuhallawna fiha min asawira min dhahabin wa lu'lu'a وَلِبَاسُهُمْ فِيهَا حَرِيرٌ وَقَالُوا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي أَذْهَبَ عَنَّا الْحَزَنَ إِنَّ رَبَّنَا لَغَفُورٌ شَكُورٌ الَّذِي أَحَلَّنَا دَارَ الْمُقَامَةِ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ Sunafi <laughs> 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.